back to the Do We Love It podcast. Ladies and... Oh, that was bad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water, with Lemon recording live from the Gen A studios. Whew. Definitely, definitely a little flat today. Uh, no carbonation. Uh, had a pretty relaxing morning. Uh, a little meditating. Did a half-hour yoga video on YouTube. Uh, some pull-ups. Coming for you, Daniel. Uh, a little bit of reading. Some writing. Uh, so, uh, feeling uh, not too bad. Uh, but anyway, let's get right into it. So, last week it came to my attention. There is a donut shop in Seal Beach. Uh, fellow brother in arms, uh, Cambodian immigrant owner, came here in '79. I'm very curious if he's related to Mr. Ear. They are fairly close to each other in proximity. Um, unfortunately, the owner of this donut shop, his wife, uh, I believe, is very sick. I believe she has a form of cancer. I should fact check that. Um, But the word got out, and somebody wanted to start a GoFundMe for him, and he said, no, 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 don't do that. Um, So instead, the neighborhood started rallying, and uh, basically all he wants is to spend more time with his wife, who's at home sick. So everybody goes in early and tries to buy out the donut shop, so that way, you know, once the product's gone, he can go home. Um, This has taken on a life of its own. Uh, National story going viral um the they have been selling out of donuts by like seven in the morning just everything completely wiped i went there earlier this week to check it out got there around 7 30 everything was gone uh my friend jeff uh he lives right near the donut shop he literally he walks there every single morning to get something, either a donut, baguette, croissant, he's been doing it for years, um, this guy's about to lose his mind, um, he, because it's one of those, like, do, do we love this, like, I mean, it's a great story, definitely heartwarming, definitely feel for him, but on the other side, let's keep in mind the regulars, um, so Geoff has been going there, every day works from home walks over every morning and now it's like it's like a uh, I feel like it's like a curb your enthusiasm it's like you know he walks into the donut shop and everything's gone um so and also uh the people who have been like starting the rallying cry request that people order by the dozen uh, so as a guy who's <laughs> regular and just goes over there every day for a single donut, he gets guilt tripped every time he walks in to buy a dozen, and now he's basically just feeding mad homeless people every day. So shout out to him. Um, speaking with a uh, listener of the pod, uh, Miser wrote in and said, uh, "The real hero in this story is the person buying the plain cake donut." those things must go straight into the garbage hot take um to which we had a rebuttal from louise might be a generational thing uh 
Louise is a, uh, you know, she grew up in the 60s, 70s. Misa grew up in the, uh, the 90s. Um, Louise said it's all about the plain cake donut. Do we love the plain cake donut? I mean, the plain cake donut might predate the dinosaurs. Like, like back in the day, the plain cake donut was just called the donut. Uh, not a personal favorite of mine. Um, I am more inclined, as you may know, to eat the plain cake's cousin, the plain glazed donut. Uh, I like the texture. I like the, I just like the glaze. It's, it's good. Um, the plain cake donut though is nice. If you got a hot cup of Joe, dip that in there. So the plain cake donut does have dipping qualities. Um, and you can't just dismiss um, the decades of dominance it placed on the donut world before we got all crazy with you know putting sprinkles on it and stuff. Um, the plain cake donut is one of those things where we may not love it now, but we have to love what it did for the industry. I mean, the plain cake donut is the West Coast offense. Without Joe Welsh, who knows if... There's a, there's a Tom Brady these days, you know, just, it revolutionized things. Um, so credit where credit's due. Uh, I'll, I'll still eat a plain cake donut. I'm in. Uh, give me a hot cup of Joe, a little, little dunk. Um, for all we know, maybe that's why it's called Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe Dunkin's their last name, or maybe they're just Dunkin' Donuts, because at the time when they invented Dunkin' Donuts... The only donut was the plain cake donut, and they were dunking their donuts in their coffee. So, we do love the plain cake donut. Um, Alright, next topic. So, I uh, went to a coffee shop on Monday night. Um, thought it was just going to be a, you know, a little casual sit down, relax. Nope. There was a folk band in there, and the shop was so full that they had the, held the door open, and there were people outside, and everybody was singing along with the folk band, uh, which caught me by surprise, not what I was expecting, not the ambience I was technically looking for, but uh, I did dig it, and I think being mentally prepped for it, uh, I might enjoy going back maybe next Monday. Um, but what really threw me was at one point they were singing Amazing Grace. Everyone knew the words. Everyone was singing along with Amazing Grace. Um, it was one of those like weird setups where like people were like singing along and it was like, is this a church? Is this a cult? Are these just hippies? Like... Or, you know, is this band just performing and everybody's, like, really into it? I, I just, I couldn't put a finger on it. Um, but how does everybody know the words to Amazing Grace? Because, like, it was one of those things, like, they started singing, like, I'm, like, you know, I'm there by myself looking around, like, alright, like, I guess I'll, uh, guess I'll jump in on this singing, too. And I'm, like, uh, 
amazing grace how sweet and like you know the part where you're kind of supposed to like you know I actually you know hum along and I kind of just assumed everybody did that while like the actual track would be playing on the radio or something everybody there knew the words am I like am I weird for not knowing the words like is that is Amazing Grace up there with like Yankee Doodle where I should you know just have this down like singing like little old McDonald had a farm like E-I-E-I Amazing Grace um so now it has me questioning a lot of things am I you know am, was I deprived as a child is did Mr. Mosier, the elementary school music teacher, did he need to step up his game, teach me this jam? Uh, I felt very out of place. So, do we love that everybody knows the words to Amazing Grace except yourself? Uh, no. No, I did not love that. Um, I think I'm going to buckle down, bear down, and just commit. I think I'm going to learn those words. So, uh, you know put that on the reminder list, take out the notepad, write it down. All right, next up. Uh, so lately, my car has had the option of, uh, you can, well, I guess it's always had the option. I lately have just figured out this option. Uh, I can turn the clock off in my car. It just It's a digital clock and you can take it off the panel. Um, do we love not having a clock in the car? Now, mind you, got the cell phone, so there is a clock in the car, and I can always turn the car clock back on at any given time if I do need to check it. So I don't want anybody out there, you know, calling me out. Make I already feel bad enough that I don't know Amazing Grace, uh, so I don't want to. I want to be always transparent with the audience. Um, I've been loving this. We love this. The no clock is very relaxing. Um, I mean, especially like the way I drive, I, I drive extremely efficient. I'm typically taking um, the same routes. And I mean, I, don't, I assume everybody does this, but like my route to work, there's multi, because you, there's a lot of like getting onto the highway, getting off the highway, like, you know, change. There's a lot of like lane changing that can be done in order to get there in the most efficient manner. I've, I've done this drive like hundreds of times. So I've thought it out to an absolute T. Like I know when I'm waiting to get on the highway, if I want to be in the right lane or the left lane, like I have it down. So I'm at the point where I can't get to where I want to be any faster. So it's kind of like, I don't really need the clock because even if I wanted to rush, I can't, like I can't get there any, well, once again, transparency listeners, um, I don't exceed 58 on the highway. So technically I could get there faster, but if I were assuming that my car basically breaks at 58, which it doesn't, but I just have that mindset. I don't go over 58. Sometimes I'll go 61, don't want to talk about it. Um, I So based on the fact that I max out at 58 and I'm not going faster than 58, I can't get to where I want to be any faster. So because of that, 
like there's no reason for me to keep checking the clock and like stressing about being late because it's not like I can do anything about it. I can't beat it. Like there's no, there's no extra time anyway. Uh, so I've been going no clock lately. Have been having very, very peaceful commutes. Um, I would recommend trying it out. Uh, the other thing too is I've been trying to leave a little bit earlier. And so, you know, normally I'll get on the road at like 7.18. Lately, I've been getting on the road at 7.14. And so once I'm on the road at 7.14, I go no clock and I'm just, I'm chilling. Like, I know I'm going to get there before I have to be there. I'm going to be early and I don't even need to look. So do we love no clock in the car? Yes. Uh, You already have that notepad out. Uh, Note number one, learn amazing grace. Note number two. Try uh try driving next week, no clock. I think I think you might like it. Alright, next on the list. Do we love uh the bumper stickers that say F-U-C-K cancer? Or you may have seen them. They it's like an F, a skull, and then CK cancer. Um I know they've been around. I've been seeing a lot of them lately. Uh, and I don't mean this to come across as offensive to anybody. I think it's in kind of poor taste. Um, like, no, nobody likes cancer. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen anybody, you know, throwing a, uh, a sticker on their car that says, like, like I'm pulling for cancer, you know? So we're, we're all against cancer, like, no doubt about it. And I think people using cancer as a way to basically put the word fuck on their car it's it's poor taste i'm i i don't like it um i think there there's other ways to get your message across um you know maybe instead of putting that sticker on there you could put a specific organization that you like to support to spread awareness that way um but you know i'm I'm not a very big shock value guy in general. I think uh, that's one downside to uh, the interconnectedness and the you know because of the internet and everybody's you know grabbing for attention. Everybody's going for shock value. That's why the news is garbage. That's you know credibility shot out the window. And to me, it's it's a little bit of a uh, like oh look at me like you know I I stand against like we all do. I mean so no. No need to use uh, cancer as a way to put the word fuck on your car. Um, so, you know, if you have one of those on there right now, uh, well, yeah, I'm passing judgment. Um, but, you know, look at it as a get-out-of-jail-free card. Pull it off. Throw up. Uh, throw, throw, pull your sticker off. Donate 100 bucks to one of the organizations and then get a sticker from them and put that sticker on. Uh, and I think uh, that's, that's just my, uh, my stance, but, uh, I appreciate the sentiment of people putting that on there. Uh, cancer is definitely something we should all be aware of. Uh, everybody has been affected by it in one way or another. Everybody knows somebody. Um, so, uh, you know, put this in your note, everybody go out and make a, put, you know, slip, slip a couple bucks to, uh, your favorite organization. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a 20 somewhere. Uh, once we get out of the car, but in terms of the F-U-C-K cancer sign, I am out. Uh, we don't love it. Um, 
you know, I think that's all we got for this week. Um, had a nice quote from a friend. Uh, they were talking about tenure. Um, and they, he said, the mountain said tenure shouldn't, should no longer exist in any profession, dot, 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 except as a slow pitch softball pitcher. Um, I, I agree. I think tenure should only exist for slow pitch softball pitchers and no other profession. On that note, thank you everybody for tuning in. And I hope everybody has a, uh, a lovely weekend. Let's get a little jam to get us out. Oh, podcast with my set elf. <laughs> Yeah.